Hello and welcome to <coughs> Gary Rhodes. <laughs> Gary Rhodes' podcast. Gary Rhodes' podcast. Gary <laughs> fucking Rhodes. Yeah, Gary Rhodes, man. Gary Rhodes. Topical. Hello and welcome to the part one of this week's edition of the Too Much Time on Our Hands Epic Trilogy of Podcasts. Tonight with the usual crew, it's me, it's Sean. Hello. It's Tom. Hello. And we're going to start in the same way we usually do, well we did once, by uh, <laughs> finding out what we've been watching, what we've been playing, and then we're going to get into some news. Nice. Then some heavy betting. <clears throat> yeah. But no running or bombing. <laughs> no running or bombing, no indeed. So, who would like to go first? I can go first and it'll be really quick. I've played nothing this week. Oh, I bought Overwatch, still Good in the cellophane. Oh. Bought Just Cause Three, mm-hmm. still in the cellophane. Oh. And I, I, I watched. Oh? I actually watched some stuff. Actually, I oh. watched uh, none of it's particularly sci-fi related. I watched. Um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, season eleven, which is hilarious. Oh, I keep meaning to watch that. Season eleven. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched. Started watching Bloodlines, which is a fantastic TV series. Oh. About. Uh, it's about family who've got this brother who is um, very much the, the wild card of the family and he starts getting more and more crazy and starts blackmailing the family and stuff and then it leads to something that I can't really talk about. Okay. <clears throat> very, very good. Very tense. Really good. I, I've played some board games. I played mm. uh, Munchkin for the first time. Oh, I, yeah. I've got mixed feelings about Munchkin. I, I enjoyed the game, but I was terrible because in the first turn, someone had taken all my best cards. Yeah. It's, it's not one to play with people you actually like, really, is it? Because <laughs> it, it does like divide people massively. It does. What I hate about that game is you spend all that time just trying to be quiet. and it, So you want to be ignored in Munchkin, because effectively it's a game where everyone tries to stab each other in the back constantly. But more importantly, they're trying to stab the person who is in the lead in the back. Yes. So you want to sort of be the sort of second or third place person to then overtake the end because the person who's leading all the way through never wins no. because everyone saves all these epic like nuke cards that, that just absolutely shit on you right at the end you're about to get to because basically it's whoever gets to level 10 um, wins so I'm um, a certain podcast guest we've had on the show she was winding me up quite a lot oh, so right. I, was, I was yeah first turn I was just getting really annoyed so I was trying to we only had it one guest yeah but anyway so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I also played Spyfall as well, which was really good fun. You've got to Spyfall. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, you, there are packs of five cards, and they've got a location on. And mm. one of them says Spy, so on the location one it says your occupation as well. Mm. So say it says Cruise Liner, and it'll have Guest, it'll have Captain, it'll have Waiter, that kind of thing. And then one of them will say Spy. So the Spy's job is to try and figure out where they are. And everyone else's job is trying to figure out who the spy is. So you ask questions like, <clears throat> are you on the early shift or the late shift? Or, and, but you don't want to give away too much about where you are. So if you're on a cruise ship, you don't want to say, it's a bit rocky on the sea, isn't it? Or something like that. You want to, you want to be, <laughs> so ask non-specific questions, but try and wheedle out okay. who the spy is. Really good fun. That was, that was really good. Excellent use of the word um, weeble. I know, right? <laughs> I just wanted to and plug but, that up. But I did buy Overwatch, I just haven't played it. So I'm one of about four people that's not playing Overwatch. Yeah, so. Very good reviews. Yeah. Yeah, so. 
But yes, including uh, asking the question, has this game revolutionised the multiplayer shooter category? It's called a hero shooter, I believe, now, isn't it? Um, these ones. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, I would say no, no it hasn't. It's <laughs> just added some stuff to the basic... Um, yeah. Yeah, well, basic I've, I've seen it described as like Team Fortress mm. version 2. Yeah. Um, so, so it hasn't revolutionised no, 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 no. It has augmented and maybe made better. Yeah, I mean, it's just blizzard all over, isn't it? They've, they've, they've taken something and just nailed it. <clears throat> Basically, they like put all their you know production on it mm. and came up with great characters and the marketing behind um, yeah. the game is incredible. Yeah. Like it was so early, I, I could have sworn it had been out for ages. Like I was surprised when it wasn't already out. So it's like, why am I seeing so much for stuff Nintendo, about for Nintendo players? That sort of passage of time does feel like ages. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone seems to know all the characters before the game came out. Well, exactly. Which is, which is well, there was amazing. A, when the game came out, they had to take down all the porn everyone had made. <laughs> all the characters. <laughs> yes. So I did hear about Overwatch porn the other day. I've managed to avoid it somehow. But um, I just read about it in books. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just buy the magazines, yeah. Yeah. just for the articles. I just <laughs> made it. I just made it. <laughs> but um, it does seem to be that Blizzard have somehow escaped the whole, well, what, you just make a multiplayer game. You think that's acceptable now? Which has uh, games like Star Wars Battlefront, yeah, which they charged full price for. Yeah, but I think it's because it was Star Wars Battlefront. Yes. I think it was because it was the latest version. It wasn't the first Star Wars Battlefront. It was the third Star Wars yeah. Battlefront that decided to reboot itself as a as a shameless cash-in with the films. I, um, I, I, mean, I think there's an element that Blizzard kind of get a pass on these things, but by being Blizzard. By, by being Blizzard yeah. and also by actually launching something that seems, that seems uncynical yes. compared to... Battlefront, which was a cynical launch, it was a shameless cash in, and works from the start as well, which is always a plus. What Overwatch? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it works, which is a big plus in the gaming industry these days. Yes, it's virtually the, unheard of. Much, <laughs> to the, much to the chagrin, like, yeah. like I say every week, it's one of my biggest bugbears. His studios being forced to rush, but because it was a home IP, mm. they're just kind of like, well, we're going to release it when it's well, ready. They took the damn time, but I don't yeah. know the it's yeah. when it's ready, it will go. Yeah, you know, they waited till just when Battleborn had been released. And then they released Overwatch, and now Battleborn is £20 cheaper than it was when it came out a month ago. Jeez. They're two different games as well. But, but see, Battlefront hasn't dropped its price. Mm. Battlefront is still... It, it, it went down to 30 quid when Star Wars came out. But apart from that, yeah, it stayed the same It's price. still 30 quid, though, for the base game. Yeah. Which only has, like, two maps. Yeah. It? And then you're paying an extra 30 quid for the season pass. Fucking pathetic. <laughs> anyway, what's everyone else been playing? <laughs> Sean. Okay, yeah, I've been playing... You go next, Sean. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been playing quite a lot this week. Um, on my 3DS mainly, funnily enough, even though I just got my Wii gamepad prepared. But I've, um, my sort of... I usually like to play a game from any era at any one time. Like, I'll, I'll play like an older game. So my older sort of game at the moment is Advance Wars Dual Strike on the, the original DS that I'm playing on my 3DS. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, have you played it? I have played it. It's yeah. wicked. It's, yeah. it's really good. Really addictive, but also slightly infuriating. Yeah, it's like Super Meat Boy. Addictive, mm. but infuriating. Yeah, cause, yeah exactly. It, it, it yeah. gets... It's, it's, it's not hard all the way through, but it has these bizarre difficulty spikes that just mm. ramp it up, like, massively. Yeah. So last night... Um, I sat down about 8.30 and just thought, well, if just Jade was on her DS, so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll just like have a quick go on Advance Wars. I think I it's super cute till... thinking of you two on your DSs together. Oh, that's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're setting to house any time, that's probably what's happening. <laughs> um, and 
Uh, yeah, it was this rock hard mission where uh, the stakes were so high because the, effectively I had to launch like seven or eight missiles, right? Mm. Everyone doesn't know it's, it's a, it's a real time, uh, no, sorry, a turn based strategy game yeah. made by intelligent systems <clears throat> who do Paper Mario and Fire Emblem. So it's along those similar lines. And um, I had to like launch with these eight missiles, and the enemy only had to stop me from launching one of them to then completely fail the mission. So I'd have to like start all over again, and this happened several times. I finally managed to do it about midnight. <laughs> I just got so into it. The hours just literally just disappeared. And then all of a sudden, Jay said, okay, I'm going to bed, so make sure you go to the for light. And I'm like, what? 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> I was up at work at half five. So I was like, oh... Terrible idea. So if I fall asleep later, it's Advanced Wars' fault. I've also been playing, um, I downloaded a game off of the 3DS eShop. It's quite a new game, actually. Pocket Card Jockey. I've heard about this. It's wicked. Yeah. It's so good. It's made by Game Freak, who are obviously notable notable for um, creating the Pokemon games mm-hmm. and still making all the Pokemon games. And it's a um, kind of like a, it's a horse racing game, but you... You race by playing solitaire yes. and other little like mini games, but the main bulk of it is in clearing solitaire. Um, but it's it's hard to describe how um, enjoyable this game is. It's so addictive, it's so addictive, it's so satisfying. It's got really great music. The um, the animation's really nice. Um, it's just the whole presentation is really charming. So it's genuinely funny. Like it made me giggle quite a few times at the start <laughs> of the game. But it's great. It's only six pound fifty on the on the three DS eShop, and it's um, yeah, it's well worth your money. Really enjoyable. I've, I've, I've really put a good few hours into it. There's also a free demo of it, and it's a good lengthy, mm. like three hour three hours worth of the game that you can play. So that was really good. <clears throat> oh, I did play a little bit of my Wii U. I started playing an indie game because um, I'm on a bit of like an indie splurge at the moment, where you know I ignored indie games for the longest time, and now I'm sort of trying to Left catch up a little, little bit. Choice. And yeah, but I've been playing a game called Freedom Planet now. This was part of they did a, a humble bundle. Yeah. Nintendo had a humble bundle, which was just amazing value. It was so so good because you know we've never had anything like that on the um, hmm. Nintendo shop before. But it's, it's amazing. We just got all tons and tons of games, and I, I donated something like in the region of about ten pounds, slightly hmm. under ten pounds, so I think it was like thirteen dollars. <clears throat> and the amount of uh, good games you got there was just incredible. But anyway, Freedom Planet was one of them. This is a, have you heard of it? No. It's no. an indie game that started life as a Sonic the Hedgehog fan game. <laughs> and it really shows. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's, it plays very much like a Sonic the Hedgehog game. But I'm not a massive fan of Sonic the Hedgehog games, and I am a fan of this. So they've obviously done something right. Because they, they've just improved it. What I think, what I think does it for me is they, the walking speed of the character is much lower. So you know how like Sonic goes from mm-hmm. 0 to 100 very, very quickly because that's, you know, blast processing on the Mega Drive <laughs> and they, you know, you wanted to sort of show off how fast yeah. you could go. But it made the platforming in that game really pants because you couldn't take your time ever. In this, the actual walking speed is, is reasonable and you can do like proper platforming, but then you can also build up speed. There's ramps and loop loops, you know, like Sonic games, there's like a dash button to go really fast. Oh, it's, it's, it's really good. It's got, you know... Um, it's all voiced and stuff. Really nicely put together. The cutscenes are a bit too long. That's the only kind of down on it. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, Splatoon is one years old now. Um, so Nintendo had um, an offer on the um, on their store. They reduced a bunch of Splatoon merch. <laughs> so I'm wearing a, a t-shirt, which is obviously very befitting for a 31-year-old man. 
That's so cool, though. It's a really cool T-shirt. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's like proper, um, nice. like Nickelodeon or something yeah. like that. It's like super bright and colourful. But um, yeah, um, I've got like a, a cover as well for my 3DS, uh, for my Wii U gamepad to stop it breaking again. It's like a Splatoon themed. Um, I was like, oh yeah, while I was on the internet, I picked up a little something for the wife as well. A little cheeky something. It's uh, very brightly coloured. <laughs> yes. Six inches long. Go on. <laughs> Two AA batteries. Vibrate function. <laughs> In fact, Jade can wait for me to leave. She'll see the look on her face. She's probably using it right now. Yeah, a limited edition Bowser Wiimote. Oh, obviously, yeah. Of course, yeah. What, course, what, yeah. what were you thinking? Oh. <laughs> No, she was, she, the shock on her face when she saw it, she almost dropped the dildo. But <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, I've been watching, um, I, I did a bit of a binge watch of um, Extras. Oh, I love Extras. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Extras. It's, it's really good. What I did notice about this time round is the first series is so much better than the second series. Oh, yes. All the best episodes are in the first series. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart's in the first series, isn't it? Patrick Stewart, yeah. um, Les, not Les Dennis... What's his name? Oh, oh, Keith Chegwin. Keith Chegwin. No, Keith Chegwin's in the second. No, That's quite good. Who's, um, oh, what's um, the guy who used to do Family Fortunes? I can't remember. That's Les Dennis. It's Les Dennis. Yes. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, all the best episodes in the first series anyway. It's, it's much funnier, much more light-hearted. But the second series, it gets kind of depressing because he has this, um, mm. He where he finds fame and success and he hates yeah. it and chubby little fat man, yeah. <laughs> fat little loser. Yes. <laughs> um, I've been watching some stuff on because um, Jade and I are watching a lot of Crunchyroll at the moment. Um, have either of you got Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll, no, that, yeah, that's it's, anime. It's isn't the it? anime um, sort of streaming service. So we've been watching a few bits on there. It's funny because we've been watching this show right uh, called Bakuwon, um, which is. I think a, sh- a show that only I could enjoy because it's it's a very kind of. He's watching it again. Draw another one. <laughs> it's, it's a high school. It's a high school um, girl comedy anime thing, which I quite like. And really, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. It's innocent. <laughs> and um, mixed with like super nerdy bike talk. They're all these like they're these four bikers, and they all and they all. It's like the whole show is like in jokes about Suzuki's versus Ducatis versus Yamahas versus Hondas, and they talk about like literally about how like Suzuki's are ugly and Ducatis break down. So it's like kind of like proper bikey nerdy stuff, like they're all like you know biker stuff. And I was thinking like I don't know any other bikers who like anime, or especially like anime about like you know girls on japes, you know. Anyway, it's funny because me and Jade have, you know, been sort of enjoying this show for a few episodes and it's been fairly kind of harmless. It's been all right. Anyway, it gets to this um, last episode and I don't know what happened, but things quite quickly escalated. <laughs> there was this, um, this scene, they go on this trip to Hokkaido, they go on this like, long distance touring trip. Yeah. They get there, they find one of their teachers trying to... Um, commit suicide she's trying to drive off a cliff but the cliff actually only turns out to be about two foot high and so she just like lands on the beach and they take her back to their hotel and it turns out she's massively into um, schoolgirls. so she starts trying to um, she starts trying to grope them in the hotel she's like proper like Benny Hill chasing them around trying to undress them 
And it was like, wow, this is getting pretty weird now. Yeah. But it got even weirder. At the end of the episode, they're all um, washing their bikes, right? So they're all like shampooing. Mm. In their bikinis. Obviously. Obviously. It makes sense. Yeah. Don't get your clothes clothes wet. So they're washing away on the bikes. They decide this little sponge is not very adequate. It's quite small. You don't get much surface area. So what do you do? You start pouring soap on your tits. And then you you start washing your bike with your tits. And then pop a bit on your crops and start. And basically there's like a five minute long scene. (laughs) Me and Jay just sitting there like watching. Not really knowing what to say. As this sort of fairly innocent like comedy about high school girls going on their uh, bikes. Suddenly turns into this proper (laughs) (laughs) hentai-esque debauchery. What, and then what the bike screw tentacles. <laughs> oh, have you got your pen handy? Yeah. on. B A K U O N. B A K U O N. Yeah. This is hentai. It's no. anime, is it? It's anime. It's not proper hentai. It's, yeah. No, it's not. There was nothing like explicit, but it was just very suggestive. Just put questionable anime. <laughs> yeah, draw, draw the timestamp as well. I can, <laughs> yeah. I, can, I, can, I can get all those details over to you, Tom. So yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been watching another weird show as well called uh, Tonkatsu DJ Agaturo and it's about this guy who works in a Tonkatsu restaurant and uh, one day he does a delivery to this nightclub and decides that um, clubs and DJs are like the best thing ever because he's only like this little kid and he hates work he hates working in his restaurant but then he notices when he's watching this uh, American DJ um, he starts silhouetting silhouetting his dad cooking Tonkatsu over the guy on his mixing desk and he starts noticing noticing that the movements are the same so he decides he's going to become a master at tonkatsu cooking and DJing because he thinks they're basically the same yeah so um, it's really weird and funny and <laughs> yeah it's very good strange man yeah that's me done yeah ah it is my turn it is Tom begins uh, so yeah playing has been quite interesting considering we now have our own Twitch channel. Which is? Um, I know, it's T-M... T-O-O-H, Twitch. Isn't it? Yeah, Twitch. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Oh, that's the, that's the after the forward slash. T-M-T-O-O-H, Twitch. Yeah, that's it. Just look for it. Check us out. Tom plays in his pants, so that's always amusing. I play in my pants. I don't actually have a connect bar yet, but that is going to be rectified very soon, so you're going to see me soon. And I played, across the course of the week, on Twitch... Super Hot, which was by far the most popular. I love that game so much. I played Super Hot for about an hour and ten minutes, um, and I, I had a nice fluctuating viewer um, number. It was very good fun. Uh, my first experience with it was very good. I played a bit of Mirror's Edge, um, and I've also played a bit of uh, the new Hitman level that's come out, Marrakesh, which I'll touch on a bit later in the news. Um, needs to say, very, very good. But it wasn't a very popular thing to be looking at on Twitch. Mm. Overwatch, of course, has stolen ah, the Twitch thunder yeah. massively. Well, I might come back and steal my connect bar off you at some point, just so I can do some streaming of Overwatch when I get five minutes. Yes, son, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> oh, I'll bring Overwatch over and we'll play some Overwatch. Taking turns. Just do that. Loving that. Cool. Um, but I was also, based on a recommendation from my good friend and colleague Sean oh. uh, <laughs> I was playing The Swapper yes oh, which so happy. is great it is it is really great. really good and I totally get what you were saying um, about how there are times when you feel like you're breaking the game and you found a really sneaky way of yeah. doing something 
and then you think about it maybe two or three puzzles later and you're like ah they totally you, yeah because by that point you're that. like oh they knew I was going to do that they yeah. knew I was going to do that that was it they that knew that I was going to be thinking but did you find did you have the same epiphany I had where um, it makes you there's a puzzle where there's a, a gap right in the wall it's the first time you see a gap where you can point your um, hmm. laser through and you have to drop a clone over the top so that he falls, you catch him in mid-air through the gap, you have to then figure out that you can slow down time by yes. holding the, the clone button, right? Yes. Because I, I, at that point, it hadn't. there's no way to know that, that it slows down time because you've always been stationary when you've pushed it. So you've never noticed, you've never except been free-falling. Except, well, except for that lift shaft, you have to zap yourself down as a clone. <laughs> Um, I can't remember that. Isn't that bef- after? This is quite early on I'm talking about. And anyway, this this uh, clone, you have to snap to him as he's falling to his death. And then you have to create another clone and then quickly uh, snap to that. But then it tells you as well. It makes you figure out because there's no way to, to leave that. There's no way to walk out of that room. You're stuck at the bottom of like this shaft, basically. So you're like, how the hell do I get out of here? And you're like... Hang on a minute. Mm. If I create a clone in midair, zap to it, and then control it, and then from that one create another one, and you realise I can cl- I can literally fly because I can f- I can keep climbing upwards. That's it's, so and cool. It's just, it's, it was just like such an epiphany for me, yeah, and it just is like amazing. that's amazing. The game made me figure that out. Yeah. It didn't tell me. It didn't say. By the way, if you create a series of clones, you can climb up yeah. here. It made me do it, and I love that. I yeah, love I, that I, I, I got to say, I, I mean, that was one of the things I liked about mm. it because it, like, there was, there were no instructions, there mm. was no nothing. There was a, merely a what button on your control pad does what. Yeah, and, and the there's rest only of it, two buttons. Exactly, and the rest of it was just walking around and yeah. enjoying what is. You enjoying like the project, uh, their logs and very stuff. nice atmospheric thing. It's got good logs, no mm. audio logs, by the way. It doesn't bring in that whole. You know, cliche that games like Bioshock and, mm. and stuff like that have had. Yeah. It is just all text. It's just all text. Apart from yeah. um, the voices of, well, the voice of yeah. that woman talking to That's what it. might be the central computer or something like that. Mm-hmm. At that point, I haven't actually finished it yet, but I'm getting okay. there. Um, her say, I mean, that first thing you hear her say, can you tell? Well, she says, just who the hell was that I blasted off of Theta Station? <laughs> Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, that's me, isn't it? <laughs> I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's me. And immediately you're like, you're kind of compelled forward. It's just a mystery, isn't it? You just Even though you just kind of want to get to the next it. puzzle, yeah. you also want to get to the next bit of story and find out just who you are. And I love like, the mystery of just when you encounter the Watchers and yeah. you just you just pass through and then it'll just come up with a piece, a random like it's just context a story, piece yeah. of text. Yeah. You're just like, What's that? what could that possibly mean? Yeah. And as the game goes on, you're like, you slowly sort of create this narrative because you're like, oh, I'm starting to understand by what they, these little fragments yeah. of what they're saying suddenly start it's to make beautiful. more and more And sense. it looks good. And the colour scheme for the game is mm. barely non-existent. It's mm. blues and very deep oranges and black. And yeah. It's excellent. Really Sparks, moody. Very, excuse me, very moody. And I would absolutely not hesitate in recommending that everyone play it. Mm. As indie games go, it's probably one of the best I've played. It's on my list. I'm waiting to go down in price a bit. Yeah, I mean, Thomas Was Alone was just charming, but it wasn't particularly hard. <laughs> the mm. Swapper mm. is not charming. It is an oppressive <laughs> and fearful atmosphere. <clears throat> and you're always sure that something's going to get you from somewhere. Mm. But there is nothing. No, it's you. It's just a creepy... It's just, just a creepy atmosphere. atmosphere. It's very impressive. Because they could have done that. They could have done yeah, it. Yeah. 
without any atmosphere, without mm. any any story or anything like that, it could have just been a good puzzle game. But it's just got so much substance to it as well. Yes. The puzzle is just amazing, it's just like genuinely amazing. Really good, real good thinker. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. I mean, I haven't really been watching anything apart from um, I was one of probably many people who watched the um, Alan Partridge documentary called The Scissor Dial. I won't give anything away because I know <laughs> that I'm sitting with uh, a couple of people who really enjoy it and haven't seen it. It is phenomenal. It is hilarious. Um, and actually, Alan Partridge, has, as a character, is made all the more deep by this. He is, uh, he is a much deeper character. Instead of just being the typical Partridge, he's the typical Partridge plus... I mean, it's just phenomenal. There are some just brilliant, brilliant moments in it. And Coogan has so, so much more to give in the shape of Partridge to come. So, um, yeah, it was very nice. Good very good. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's everything, right? News! News! <coughs> right, so this is our weekly news section where we cover the news. News! 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 Can I just say that there is also some other Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast news. No, is there? Well, we've obviously got the new Twitch channel. The Twitch channel. I've heard about this, yes. But we are also on YouTube. On the YouTube. Yes, yes. on the YouTubes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so all you've got to do to see our videos is to type in all one word, Too Much Time... Yeah. Then a space, then type on our hands, yeah. and you'll find our channel with our familiar logo of the Stormtroopers. Um, I mean, uh, non-gender-specific non um, uh, clone army men, army men, soldiers yeah. with black eyes. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine because I, I took that photo in Japan. So okay, it was my photo. Okay, with the Stormtroopers and their toys. And they're toys. They and are. it was a display in a shop. So it is, because it that, Sean, is how trademark works. From, <laughs> from the movie... Well, I mean, it's not a screenshot yeah. from a film or something. That was no, that's true. Problematic. From Any the movie ways. Star Wars. Star there Wars. There we go, we've just done that now. Um, so we're on YouTube, and there are five or six videos up there at the moment. Um, we take them intermittently during the filming of the podcast. They're well worth a watch. Um, we're also going to try and find a way to get some of the Twitch feeds up there as well um, with some hilarious <laughs> commentary uh, from whoever's playing at the time and uh, we hope you enjoy that. T Tim, our, one of our, our guests has asked, sorry I've, I interrupted Oh, no, <laughs> He's asked if there will ever be a chance that we might even do some video podcasting, which I said we're considering it. Yes. But... How we go about doing it, whether it's a shortened version. I was going to say, yeah, you yeah. won't have the have to deal with like an hour long video clip because it would be about ten gigabytes. No, we would we would probably have to just say, right, we're going to talk for forty five minutes on something, and then we film it and we cut it down to highlights. Film it, cut it down to half an hour or something, twenty minutes, half an hour, and then mm. pop it up. And just take out highlights of the podcast. Yeah, whack yes. it up in off the red. So yes, Tim, to answer your question, yes, Tim from. Tim Brown, he's one. He's one Tim of Brown. He came came over with the Gridiron Gentleman. <coughs> Gridiron Gentleman, Gridiron Gentleman. Um, so, um, yeah. Well, that's that's that. I figure we should probably just stop talking about ourselves and start talking about news. 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 Nice. <laughs> Sean's in on the news. Sean did it. News. News. Right. Well, who wants to start? Um, could I start with some Overwatch news? So, Sean, you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll start with some Nintendo. News. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cartridges are here to stay. Um, <laughs> so I just want to throw this one out there because obviously we've mentioned Overwatch a few times. Um, sorry, I thought you were holding out a pretend microphone to me there. I don't know why. I thought you were like, like a pretend thing. Um, <laughs> that was really strange. So anyway, Blizzard 
<laughs> Does anyone just know, understand what happened? Tom was just talking into Dan's beer glass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just. Yeah. Okay, straight. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, that's brilliant. Blizzard, by all accounts and by all reporting, is keeping their word when it comes to permanently banning people who are cheating while playing the newly launched. Overwatch, which is doing very well, including players who are taking advantage of, and this is in inverted commas, hacks, bots, or third-party software that provides any sort of unfair advantage, even if it's on their first offence. So a recent ban wave, which actually it turned out was worldwide, uh, was announced on the official Overwatch forums, which included no less than 1,572 players in China alone. Oh my god. So that means that the 7 million people who are playing it at the moment, that number must be coming down. Because mm. out of that proportion, there must have been a great deal of people cheating using bots, even that early. If 1,500 people in China yeah. have done it, then you know, it may only be a couple, a couple of hundred in other countries, but it's got 7 million people playing it worldwide at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, but too right. Yes. Yeah, totally. But, but that makes it, makes, it makes it a more attractive game to the yeah, other people that want to play. The majority of people that want to play. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, he's struggling clearly to make money. So yeah. you know, I'm sure they'll be okay. Though. I'm sure they'll money through. Blizzard will be okay, I think. <laughs> well, we can, but hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's 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 start Kickstarter for Blizzard. I'm sure. <laughs> Overwatch in particular. Let's keep yeah. that going. Have a whip round. Yeah. <laughs> keep the gas stoves firing. Yeah. I bought it. I'm not even playing it. So you know, oh, you're just a rapper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I figure it's but the no, game at the moment because so many companies have um, talked the talk on mm. this kind of thing and just not delivered. Like with um, Street Fighter Five, it took them ages to kick out yep. um, or to punish cheaters. They didn't have any mm. um, way to do it. Or it was rage quitters with Street Fighter Five, wasn't it? It was people rage quitting half yeah, matches. Yeah, yeah. If they were going to lose, they just disconnect and therefore keep their you know record score or whatever um, as high as possible. Halo was always very good at punishing rage quitters because it would always log when you quit during match. So even if you were leaving just because of something, you would still be negatively affected because... It would only be after a few times. Only after a few times. They'd eventually sort of go, well, this is obviously a company rage quit, so we're going to penalise them. Yeah. But I'm I'm absolutely the same. I mean, I remember playing once, and you always used to see videos of people who'd managed to find a way of hacking things like Halo Reach. Um, you know, it's just sort of not even pointing the gun, uh, the aiming reticle at someone and hitting them and killing them with a headshot and mm. earning all the points for it. I, but I never thought I would actually find myself in a game with someone who quite clearly was yeah. killing me while not looking, even looking yeah. at me um, until it happened. Yeah. And I was in a game and I was just, I was, it, there, there, I mean, there are times when you're playing a game and you go, there is no way that guy could have shot me when quite clearly he did. Yeah. Mm. But there are other times when you're playing and, you're, and you are you are absolutely convinced and 100% correct. There is no way that person could have even seen me. I was hiding behind a wall that they couldn't see yeah. and they still killed me. Something chronic is going wrong. And how could he get from one side of the map <clears throat> to this side of the map in a heartbeat? Something is going on. Yeah. And... It's gutting. I always remember when people figured out the the glitches or the, or the the issues with Modern Warfare Two, mm. which was the you could get infinite care packages. Yes, and you could have a rocket launcher with infinite ammo, and they kind of came out at roughly the same time. So I logged into a game, which is. 
care package after care package coming down and everyone shooting each other with rocket launchers and I went, I'm locking out with this. <laughs> yeah. It just was crazy. Oh my God, you rage quitted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I backed away carefully, I think you're fine. But yes. yeah. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad Blizzard are doing this. They, yeah. they are pretty good with stuff like this. Blizzard have always been pretty good at mm. this sort of stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, so I figure it was the game of the moment and fair play to them yeah. because they're doing it and they're doing it right. Yeah, absolutely. They're doing it how a games company and nipping it in the bud. Exactly. Mm. Yes, an excellent use of mm. the phrase "nipping it in the bud." Thanks, Tom. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Over to you, Sean. Mm. All right. I did joke about having a uh, Nintendo news. All my news is Nintendo based. Sorry, oh, sorry about that. That's oh, fine. I apologise. You're a Nintendo last. expert. That's exactly. Right. I'm Nintendo but, I, but it's nice that we do it kind of one new story from one and then yeah. one from the other, so it doesn't look like we've just got Nintendo stories. Yeah, my first story of the day yeah. is that apparently the Nintendo NX, this is just a rumour, so it's not really news to be fair, but it's, I think it's got some weight behind it. But it's, the rumour is that the NX was pushed back to 2017, so originally it was supposed to launch in 2016, but it's been pushed back to 2017 to incorporate VR. Thoughts, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, well that makes sense because every other... Console that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah, at that, that point, time. every console will have mm, VR. Have VR. Although, we should still point out that Nintendo's track record with VR isn't particularly brilliant. No, but they did try it about. I swear to God, 25 it, I years honestly thought the word <laughs> pioneer was going to come <laughs> marching with ill deserved no, yeah, triumph well, out of your mouth. They gave, they gave it a shot long, long before it was ready. <laughs> ready, ready, red e. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my life ambitions to own the Virtual Boy. Yeah, so just, just for shits and giggles, really. Any news on whether Nintendo are creating their own VR platform or whether it's going to incorporate something like Oculus Rift or the Vive? Oh no, no, I'm sure it will be their own one. I mean, as I say, this is just a rumor at the moment. Nintendo doesn't share. Yeah, no, I don't. I really can't imagine them incorporating other devices I'm sure it'll be their own it's just a roller gaffer tape that you take your maybe it'll be backwards compatible <laughs> yeah. with your it's, it's basically your actual virtual boys it's basically yeah. a, kind of like a kaleidoscope a you put over each eye <laughs> and you, you, they, they give you a sort of I don't know a sheet of high powered blotter acid that you just yeah if it's, <laughs> if it's true it sounds like um like a bit of a misstep to me because it just seems like it's not the kind of thing you want to rush out a VR system. Mm. You know, you want to take your time and make sure it's good because if if they delayed it only as far as they have, then it's you know it's really not, unless they're literally just making like a uh, you know a socket or something. You know, um, that's not the right word, is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, something a way of plugging a like device a in, and then they'll they'll come out with the actual device way down the road. Okay, so this is this is my thing with Nintendo and VR. VR we've been shown already requires quite a bit of hardware and quite a bit of software to run properly. Yeah. I mean, to be able to convert it. The Virtual Boy was a powerhouse. But yeah. Now yes, a powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so Nintendo's track record with with not so much underpowered hardware but but hardware that isn't as powerful as you'd yeah. expect or hope, <clears throat> or by comparison, is not as powerful as the other consoles on the market. I don't think they do. The VR doesn't necessarily need like amazingly because you've got <laughs> right. Okay, right. No, all right. No, no, actually, yes. For Nintendo users, it doesn't have to be powerful or good for them to love it. If it has no, Mario the VR, games, on it. No, well, the, the VR. But that, that's what I'm saying. 
is that the VR on whatever the Nintendo's version of VR yeah. which is undoubtedly going to be like staring into do you remember when you were younger and you used to make like a diorama inside a shoebox and you used to look through oh, wow. like a little pinhole and pull strings and stuff. This is what I imagine. That's like Paper Mario type thing. Is going to be the equivalent of, of the kind of stuff you're going to see through Nintendo's version of virtual reality. Well, but you, you know, it'll be virtual reality 0.5. Basically, I'm not sure why the sort of Oculus Rift and stuff needs such good PCs because you can get the Samsung VR headset. And how powerful is a Samsung phone? Because they're well, they don't need it. But in order to run the sort of games that people actually want to play on VR, you need the hardware and the software. You need the computer firstly to be able to play things at such a speed, and then you need the computer to be able to split it into two fields that are then, hmm. you know, through the glasses and then able to fix that. So, it's, excuse me, it's about having the computer with the processing and graphic uh, display capabilities of. Making the games that you that we want to play, if you see what I mean. Not is really, but yeah. Essentially, essentially, <laughs> what what people want is something that looks realistic enough so that they can be in a porn movie. Essentially, <laughs> is is what the pursuit of VR has been all about. Can I can I segue from that? Yeah, go on. <laughs> of course you can. Because I was going to um, say. So there's got to be a porn. I I, I mean I even saw this story. Yeah, you saw it. VR porn to be demoed at E3. At what? E3. At E3. E3 will have VR porn. Don't worry, Nintendo aren't even going to be there. so they're <laughs> yeah, not, It's not, not going to be Zelda. They're, they're not going to get sullied with all the porn. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might be, to be honest. Actually, there was a layout of their um, of their stands. I wonder if it's like right next to the um, the VR porn stand. But go on. Keep, yes, keep that's, that's all that, I literally read the headline. So what? <laughs> Just... We all knew this was what it was going to be used for. But not in E3. Why not? What's the idea? You're going to go, like, just sit in a little booth or something? Everyone from IGN will both want to do that and not want to do that at the, simultaneously. Or no one it, wants to be seen. just going to be literally just not know, out about? To, not wanting to stereotype and tie everyone with the same seamany brush. <laughs> but everyone at E3... Yeah. Is the type of person that, when they're at home, does it. Yes. But in public, doesn't want to be seen as the person who does. No. Okay. And I am one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) So, I suppose it's just, if someone can make money by advertising at E3, maybe maybe the organisers should have stepped in and said, Maybe we shouldn't have pornography. Here. But then I go to conventions and I see people... like censored or something. Hmm? Maybe they're going to have sort of safe work porn type thing where they're going to cover up... I don't know. The actors or something. Well, that's what the disabled toilets are for. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I... When I go to conventions, there are people just openly just reading hentai. Yeah, but they're not... Yeah, Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Again, okay. I, I agree. That, that, that noise you made, that, uh, I agree with that. <laughs> but it happens, but, and there's uh, a, a huge amount of money almost certainly going to be made in VR porn. Yes. So and From me alone. <laughs> I need not just ref. Why? I just need one, okay? Yeah. Don't <laughs> Stop asking me. so many questions. 
<laughs> I feel so vulnerable right yeah. now. Can you imagine that? You'd never be able to use it because you'd always be terrified. Are you popping out? Jenny? Are you just... Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, you know, I'll be popping out. But how long are you going to be? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't know, about 10 minutes. Yeah, but specifically, yeah. specifically how is it, long? Is it going to be 10 minutes? Or is it going to be like when you say 10 minutes and you come back two minutes later? You're going to be sitting there with your VR headset, <laughs> pants around your ankles. And then like, oh, by the way, I forgot my... <laughs> you won't have a clue. You'll you'll be immersed, fully immersed. Headphones and no trousers. In the words in the words of Tony Stark, yeah. admit it, this isn't the worst thing yeah, you've yeah, me to uh, I will, you know. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. So yes, um, uh, VR porn at E3. That's the new posh wank. <laughs> used to be using a condom now it's um, <laughs> buying a thousand pound fucking headset yeah that is truly the poshest wank isn't it <laughs> I mean to be honest though it's quite ironic because most of the stuff I've seen on headsets is a load of old wank as well oh, really? hey. some of these VR yeah. headsets is yeah, yeah the nothing is making very, me want to buy they're a bit VR. like I, do you know I think I might wait until they get after source <laughs> development kit 2 you know I think mm. I'll wait until they're you know, several down the line and they're actually making half decent. I'm going to wait till I see a game that I want to play on it. Adrift got me close to wanting to play it. Yeah. But. Hey, I mean, quite quite literally, I would um, buy an Oculus Rift headset tomorrow if I had mm. the money just yeah. to play um, Alien Resurrection on the PC. Yes. In, in, in virtual reality, just to experience that. Yeah. But, but that's it. The, all the other ones I've seen, I've been quite nice to watch other people play, um, especially the YouTuber Markiplier. He's hilarious watching um, play. Um, yeah, he's hilarious watching any, playing anything, though. He's great. So, he's yeah. got a great voice. Um, but yeah, he does. Yeah. He's a superb voice. Um, but uh, yeah, like you, I'm, there's nothing really that really tickles my pickle at the moment. No? <laughs> so that's our weekly non-VR VR segment that we seem yeah. to have. I'll, uh, I'll jump in with Go the story. It. Go for it. I'm uh, a big fan, obviously, of uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, yes. So I, <laughs> unlike many other people, uh, well, like many other people, were... Disappointed and flabbergasted to see the Metal Gear Pachinko trailer. <laughs> the final undying um, commitment that um, you know has been made, and they—I mean, this is it, isn't it? I mean, they are—they're making well, pachinko machines. Yeah, this instead is what of we knew this was what was happening. This is what they said they were going to do. I know, but they're sullying now. The name Metal Gear Solid Five no. is a superb game. And that should have been the swan song and how Metal Gear Solid is remembered. Yeah. But, but the pachinko machine for Metal Gear Solid is not. Anyway, it was right announced. There. there was a trailer on YouTube and it now has over... Well, at the time the story I got this from was published, there was well over half a million views. Yeah. Um, and the dislike, the, sorry, the like to dislike ratio is currently very, very negative uh, in favour of the dislikes. I mean, huge, huge amount. Um, so it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is they, they, this is the legacy. They will not give you. I hate this thing of everyone on mass disliking YouTube videos. It's a new thing. Yeah, it's a new thing. I've seen it before where people have done it to stop a game being made, and I really hate that sort of arrogance that. Just because we don't want it, no one can have it. Mm. But with, I'm kind of understanding more with the pachinko thing. But they will not care because pachinko machines make a ton of money. That's why they're doing it because they've realised video games are very expensive and they don't make that much money, you know, profit back. 
but it's a pachinko machine, super cheap to make, and makes fucking tons of money back. But it, but it's a registration of um, of of Metal Gear Solid fans' disapproval in general of their, of us going. Well, that's it, isn't it? You you guys have said you're never making another one of these games that we love and that we've enjoyed. The fact that you're making pachinko machines, fair play, whatever. That's what you decide to do. Doesn't mean we have to like it. We're the ones that suffer now because. I, personally, myself, Tom Roberts, couldn't give a flying fuck about pachinko machines. I don't care. I never play pachinko machines. I don't know anyone who does. It's a Japanese thing. Exactly. And and you know what? Whatever, that's fine. But I don't care. All I care about is the fact that Metal Gear Solid games won't ever be made now. Sorry. It's all right, though, because you're still getting Pro Evolution Soccer every year. (laughs) <laughs> yes, fantastic. And obviously, by the look of me, you can tell that I'm a massive yeah. football fan and that I cannot wait for Pro Evo to come out. Well, like the, the only thing I've seen about the latest Pro Evo was someone's saying um, it's got they haven't changed anything, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep the last copy yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like all the FIFA games, isn't it? A new one comes out every season and it's still a football game, isn't it? I still buy the Madden game every year. <clears throat> Well, yeah, but then you're part of the problem, not the solution. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I still, went, still buy it. Really. I went into a pachinko sort of parlor, whatever you call them, in Japan, and the noise in those places is just immense because it's basically a game where you're just pouring ball bearings or ball bearings just coming out of these um, machines just mm. constantly, and people were literally sitting there with like milk crates, um, just jammed full, stacked one on top of the other. Like maybe I don't know a dozen of these like of milk crates filled with ball bearings next to them. I've no idea like how much each of those is worth, but I think some people literally just sit there all day, just pouring money into those things. So yeah, it's kind of understandable as to why they want to do it. It's not good. I love Konami. Mm. I did love Konami. I love Konami. It's made some of my favourite games, but. You can't argue with <laughs> with money, really, can you? If a business says, well, no, no, this is going to make us a ton of money, you um, can't really argue with them. And as I've said, I don't want to, you know, before, and I don't want to get into a conversation about it again, but it's indicative of the general state of the video game industry in general. Mm-hmm. It's populated by... It's an industry complete now, rather fucking than morons. A... <laughs> basically. Can... Uh, can I segue out of the uh, <laughs> fucking morons bit? Fucking yeah, morons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Judd Apatow, who's made the new Bless Ghostbusters you. film. <laughs> he, um, I've, I've stood up for the Ghostbusters film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the trailer looks shit. I did too when I was walking out of the room <laughs> that it was playing in. I think the trailer looks pretty crap, but I think that's just a trailer. I have a lot of faith in Judd Apatow, and I have a lot of faith in the actors he's got in it. I like all of them. I think they're all very talented. But... He has been a bit of a knob, in my opinion, recently. He said things like, anyone that's disliked the Ghostbusters trailer is an arsehole. Or, no, he said, geeks who dislike the Ghostbusters trailer are arseholes. Which is great. It's like, And then he's recently said that Ghostbusters haters are Trump supporters. He just doesn't <laughs> get nerd culture at all, because all he's doing is forcing people away from cinemas to yeah. see this film. Yeah, he's how to make friends and aliens. He is, he's, he's forcing... The Ghostbusters, almost certainly now, I think it'll be a, a minor success, but I don't think it's going to make as much money as it could if he just if he just took his licks and just got on with it, released a decent film, and the film's decent. Up. Yeah, but this 
I, do, I kind of get where he's coming from and this is the same thing again where I think there is like an internet mob mentality yes where people all band together and shit on something and they will not let it go mm. it's like if you don't like it just don't watch it yes. someone out there might really enjoy that when it comes out just accept it. it's not for you yeah. I get that people will be disappointed but to like en masse like constantly slag it off and dislike the video and try and like you know petitions to get it you know not made and all this stupid stuff it's just like just let it be made and if it's shit it's shit and you just don't I, waste your money on it I couldn't agree more but he should still just keep his mouth shut yeah but I can understand like from his point of view it's I don't know who you're talking about, to be honest. I don't know. Is he the director? He, yeah, he directed Spy and Bridesmaids and The Heat, which are three great films. Are three films I really, really enjoyed. But I've not seen any of them, to be honest. He's, well, I think, I think he's, he's got a good eye for comedy. But, but you, you can imagine if you have a project you're working really hard yeah. on, you're really excited about, you're trying to do something, you know, and then just... You, this mob mentality just takes over and completely shits on what you're trying to do and just completely sullies its reputation. Because mm. that's the thing, people do get swept up in this, in the, in the sort of, the negative mentality of it. Yeah. Whereas maybe they wouldn't have been otherwise had the people have not have kind of jumped on them. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Sorry, Tom, I, put, I, put, a question. I put my hand on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, my, my thing would be that... I think I can understand where the mentality is coming from, though. And these people are likely to be big, diehard fans of Ghostbusters as it was. Now, look, <clears throat> what I'm about to say may make me some enemies in the <laughs> feminist. Um, oh Jesus! Yeah, in the in the feminist. Well, basically females. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, in general, James Bond. There's been all this like crazy rumor about. Um, there was a female actress who Gillian uh, Anderson. Gillian Anderson playing that she feels like she could play Bond, and oh. she was probably being ironic to a point, or maybe not. I don't know. But the point is, no, she couldn't because James Bond has always been. I mean, he, the character is a man. The character is a man in the same way that Ghostbusters, the the Ghostbusters crew was for blokes. Yeah. It was always four. But these, these aren't the same people, though. They've changed yes, I it know, completely. But it's still the yeah. same name. They're still so, the Ghostbusters. They're still the point is when I think about Ghostbusters, I know this is going to this is going to sound but this is going to date me. I think of Bill Murray, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, um, and the other two whose <laughs> <laughs> names whose names escape me at the moment. Um, I think I think of the original film, and yeah. I think of its sequel, and then I think of the cartoon, and then I think of all the merchandise, and then I think of that memory of it. I. I th- I th- I just think this is I, I don't know but maybe maybe it dates me as a as an individual as a person of my a product of my time mm. but it just I I am not particularly excited about seeing it mm. because I think well if this is Ghostbusters for the new generation then that's cool the new generation can have it yeah I'll, I'll stick to my actually funny and original <laughs> one yeah yeah I'll, I'll have the good yeah. one you guys can have the one that well I'm not going to say it's going to be rubbish. Mm. But in my opinion, won't be as good as the one that I remember that I saw, because the first film is a work of genius yeah. in terms of comic timing, writing, um, play, special effects, everything. It's a great, great film. Everything, I just know. No, 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 no. no. It's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. I, I, I think it might be all right. But I, everything I've seen so far says otherwise. I, I just have faith in. I just have faith in the director yeah. more than anything. I, I couldn't give. I couldn't. I, I'm. I'm fine with it being women. I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm a big Ghostbusters fan myself, and 
I don't have a problem with it being women. I, I, I would have well, liked it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I have a problem with it being women. Yeah. I think the thing is, I was saying that more... I can understand that what I'm about to say may... Yes, okay, no, no, I, no that's, that's bad. I, yeah. I, I wasn't saying necessarily that you thought that. Anyway, this is getting convoluted. Um, but... <laughs> What I, I don't know. I don't Should we just oil up and start fucking? And yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's. I, <laughs> I think your your issue is problem with reboots in general. Yeah. Rather than it yeah. because it's women, and yeah. I think uh, I'm fine with it. I'll go see it. I'll watch it. I just think the best comeback he could have against all the dickheads out there is by making a really good film, and. If it's not, well, I guess his worry not, is that no one's gonna, no one's gonna think it's good, even if it is good, because they're not gonna give it a chance. But word of mouth, or by not antagonising them, he yeah. doesn't have to antagonise yeah. anyone. Because the point is that 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 just sounds to me like sour grapes. If yes. you're in that industry and you can't accept that half a million people don't like it, fuck that half a million yeah. people. Don't make think Ghostbusters. About, yes, yeah, think think about the other several million people that are gonna come and see your film. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, mate. It's one of those things, isn't it? Is that there are so many films these days that are called financial successes yes. because no one wants to face the fact Batman that Batman Superman. It was a financial success, which yeah. means there is going to be a sequel, mm. despite the fact that it was panned. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And so I have a feeling that Ghostbusters is going to do well financially. It may well, not. It's, it's probably going to do well financially because even the people who hate it and have constantly and they you know, are just driven it down yeah. are going to watch it just yeah. so they can then the go on the internet the problem I can see is that what's going to happen now is that they're just it's going to become just another franchise Ghostbusters is now going to just be another franchise that yeah. that then ends but up having hundreds it of it would be fine if it just had another name if it just would call it like Ghostbusters Returns or anything just it's yeah, the fact it's called Ghostbusters. Which, well, it's, it's, it's the Ghostbusters on patrol. Well, the fact it's, it's, it's a reboot. Why couldn't they have? Yes, if it's a reboot, why, why we... are you rebooting it with a completely different premise? Why, you know... why not? Why not have a third one with these these four characters, four women, uh, have to deal with a threat, and they have to use the stuff that's thirty years old. It doesn't work particularly well, and they've got this genius scientist who can spruce it up and. Why not just make Ghostbusters 3, essentially, rather than rebooting the whole thing again? Do you think Bill Murray was asked to be in it? He's going to be in it. They are. The the original... Well, there's only three of them alive. Yeah. But those three have cameos in the film. But But they're not themselves. They're characters. Isn't that weird? Because it's a reboot. It's not... So they never existed. In in the universe of the new Ghostbusters film, the events of the first two never had... It's a mark of how little I care about this film. that I didn't even know they were having cameos. I only know that because I was because of all the talk yeah, the around fun, it. The funny thing is, I care so little as well. Yeah. I will not lose sleep over it. No. I, I'm just upset that it's coming out. Well, did you see the abuse that um, J- uh, the angry video game uh, James Roth got? Because <clears throat> he posted a video on his YouTube channel uh, where he explained in very articulately. He went through all his reasons and he talked about why he's not. A, not going to see the film, and then mm. B, as a subsequent, he's not going to be reviewing it on his channel because he does a lot of movie reviews on his channel and things. Mm. And he said, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. And these are my reasons. I've seen the trailer. It just doesn't look like it's for me. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it, the, the special effects are very really good. You know, for me, Ghostbusters is a perfect film, blah, blah, blah. Never at any point did he mention, I'm not going to go see it because it's four women or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he had all this abuse from um, feminists and things, jumping on and saying, oh, this is an example of a man, you know, who's using misogyny to, like, 
uh, or blah 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 and then you had, he had like all kinds of people attacking him and it was like all he said is he doesn't want to see the films he doesn't like the look of it I think, think there are people out there that are hating on it I suppose for the wrong reasons but I think there are people that just don't like the look of it I think it's that simple. Yeah, so I'd like to yeah. say that, that, yeah. that, that, that any comments I made about yeah. feminists or females in general yeah. was more that my comments that I made after that yeah. can be misconstrued as being... Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no, I, I was miming think... um, <laughs> someone building a Senate. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't think for a second that that was the issue you had with it. I think you just don't fancy watching the film. I just and I think, I think that's fair enough. I just think there's a lot of people out there that, that do have shitty opinions about it and then there's a lot of people that just don't want to see it because it doesn't look very funny in their opinion mm, it just looks proper wank anyway moving on Jada Patel keep your mouth shut for a bit mate <laughs> um, yeah. anyway who's next okay yeah, sorry. Uh, I've got a quick story about um, there's been some serious shit going down, going down in China um, the uh, Chinese Pokemon fans have been uh, protesting heard about this. The, um, the, the fact fans. that the uh, the new games, um, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, are going to be um, translated into Chinese, which apparently messes up the names of how they pronounce the Pokemon's names. So they're kind of worried because it... it it changes. Um, I can't remember. Like stuff like Pikachu becomes like Pikachu or something. <clears throat> but I like the fact that um, it was said that they um, they were marching um, down to. I can't remember where they were marching actually. It was presumably. I don't know. That's a good point actually. I have no idea who they're marching to. It just says they marched in Hong Kong, right? So it says, calling for a Cantonese translation of the game. Because I think they're, um, basically it's been translated into simplified Chinese or something. And But what I enjoyed was the fact that apparently they were singing the Pokemon theme tune while they were marching. <laughs> so I just love the idea of all these Chinese protesters marching down with banners saying, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. <laughs> no, it's my destiny. <laughs> I think they have like worse things going on in China to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Got like serious kind of human rights issues. I'm worried about how you pronounce Pikachu. <clears throat> anyway, yes, this is what they're marching for. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, Bethesda has released a fix. A fix. Why do game companies always end up having to release fixes? For Fallout 4's downloadable content that was reviewed by our excellent resident reviewer, James Gurnalist, Far Harbour, the performance problems it was suffering on the PS4 were supposedly so <coughs> catastrophic um, that the solution is a very simple one. A full re-release of the pack, wow. completely fixed from the ground up. Um, this was announced on the Bethesda forums. Um, yes, and it is confirmed you do indeed have to, if you're a PS4 user, have to re-download the entire pack to fix the issues. Again, my bugbear, my personal bugbear, I hate it when games are released that aren't ready. Um, a fix like this, a need to download the entire pack, simply proves that the game wasn't ready to ship on that platform in the first place. So why was it released? Why? Because there was a deadline. Yep. And that's it, pure and simple. There was a deadline to meet, so they just had to release it no matter what shape it was in. Shameful. I hate it. Can't stand it, but I've had this argument before, so I'm not going to go down it. I just wanted everyone to know that Bethesda are no better than any other fucking <laughs> game company. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I've only got little news next. Okay. Yes. There is. Let's do little news. Yeah. So we're going to do the quick. Okay. Okay. I'll. I'll, I'll just run down my list then. Yeah. Run down your list. Okay. So Brie Larson is favourite to play Captain Marvel in the next. Well, the Captain Marvel film. Uh, Brie Larson is the star of the film The Room. Anyone seen that? Yes. She's also in um, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. She's in that as well. So, yes. She's favourite to play Captain Marvel, which is good. And there are some pictures of her in the Captain Marvel outfit. Is there really? I didn't see that. No, there are. Excellent. News! Uh, news! Uh, Anthony Hopkins joins the cast of trans- the new Transformers film. Oh, man. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm doing nothing. Please. You're a fucking great Nixon. Now, this. <laughs> this, Anthony! Um, Mirror's Edge TV series has been announced. Nice. Uh, produced by Endemol, apparently, uh, and it's uh, currently in the works to be on television as well or something. Nice. Right. Um, yes. Voltron TV series is apparently quite good. That's hit Netflix. Ooh, which Voltron. Be quite interesting. Very nice. Yes. Uh, oh, there's no more to that story. No, that's it. All right. Yes. Uh, X Men Legion uh, is going to be based on the comic about Charles Xavier's son going through dealing with all his powers, which oh. should be quite interesting. Cubic that's a TV Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be interesting. What are these hairs, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Legion yeah. looks like it's going to be quite good. Uh, set team series. Like the comic. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. He is in the TV series. Bill Skarsgård is in the... T- Hemlock Grove. Hemlock so Grove. Bill Skarsgård, who's in Hemlock Grove, is set to play Pennywise, the uh, evil clown in It. Yeah, sources have confirmed that he is the top choice. Yes, uh, nurse, nurse. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. You've seen this? Uh, no. They're doing a division film apparently. Oh yes. Film based on the division. So Jake Gyllenhaal is set to play the lead in the division. Right. Yeah, I hope he's more successful than I, my my character in the division is usually. My my news that I had in mind was yeah. also Ubisoft are reportedly reportedly working on a the division movie. Yeah. And I just put please God no. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> It's it's an open world um, MMO basically, and I don't really see how it's going to work. But I'll watch it because I really like the division of the game. So yes, with all of its kooky characters and craziness amongst <laughs> yeah, the it's a really upbeat world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one, T.J. Miller, who was in TV series Silicon Valley, is also in the Deadpool film. He's joined Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg's new film, which looks like it might be quite. Have good. you read? The book. I haven't I've heard so much it about it. It is phenomenal. Oh, I really want to read yeah. it. It's yeah. it's a it's a great great film. Uh, it's a great book, and I hope the film does the book justice. Mm. If not, the source material is is brilliant. If they mind it well enough, mm. they'll be able to make a good story out of it. Excellent. A bit like Pixels, then. A little bit, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yes, just just like Pixels. Yeah. Um, That's my news. I'm done. I've only got three stories, but Sean, have you got a few quick fires? I was just going to say the um, Nintendo vans. Um, I heard about this. Nice. I said that yeah, every time. Yeah. You posted on my Facebook a while ago. Are uh, finally out in the UK, and they've also released uh, some um, like Hawaiian shirts and socks and other stuff. Basically, it's more like Nintendo themed. Are they not quite as good as other bands? <laughs> so next week, Sean will be head to toe. Yeah, you like that scene in You like that scene in Wayne's World? <laughs> yeah, <the whole laughs> yeah. 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 Basically, just a Splatoon body stocking, <laughs> <laughs> just, just like a, a squid. Yeah. I did find myself today playing Splatoon with a Splatoon T-shirt on, with my new Splatoon Wii U gamepad playing Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I did think that was a bit with your, excessive with your so cock I, out. I, just, I just popped my top off <laughs> there's a Splatoon tattoo that's um, all over your chest in like gothic writing Splatoon the funny thing is I, I, I don't actually play Splatoon very much uh, <laughs> Nintendo's announced they will be showing more than just Zelda at E3 they're also showing uh, the Pokemon games and Dragon Quest 7 for the 3DS and Tokyo Mirage sessions for the Wii U Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Seven games. <laughs> it's not even that. No, it's okay. <laughs> Some games. <laughs> I mean, a game would be good. But you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. Fine. Uh, is, that, is that it? That's it. News! Uh, so News. Sims 4 uh, is going to have gender boundaries removed. I saw that. Yeah, which is a bold step forward. It means you can basically kit out. Because there used to be sort of clothing and accessory options that were only available to female or male characters. Now everything's available for all. So, you know, we're being politically correct nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think that's good. I think it is good. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, I found this lovely little nugget of information that Kickstarter, in the five years since Kickstarter has been running... Half a billion dollars have been raised by games and or game-related projects that were on Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. But board but games... Half, earned, half a billion. Board games have earned more money than regular games, apparently. Well, absolutely. But it's worth putting on there, so I'm just going to yeah. scratch that off my list now. If that's okay, right. you scratch it away. And finally, I just wanted to mention that the third episode of Hitman, uh, yes. which has its mission based in Marrakesh, has been released... Um, I've played it a few times and I have to admit to being completely blown away by the depth of the mission. They've clearly been working on it for a long time. It is thriving. You like it? It is a bustling. It is like brilliant. It's just brilliant. Superb. And the reviews that are going to come out soon are going to no doubt be very, uh, very glowing. Because cool. it is very good. Well, well worth your time. If you don't have it, pick it up. If you do, then you'll know what I'm talking about. And that's me. Yes! I've got one more bit of news I forgot about. Uh, have you heard about the Fable Fortune Kickstarter? The what you want? The, the Fable, card game. Yeah. So they were working, apparently they were working on uh, a Fable card game. Like a, like a Hearthstone style hard card yes, game. Yes, yes. Um, before they closed down. Um, and the Microsoft have allowed the producers of the game to carry on working on it under a Kickstarter. So apparently most of the way through it they needed... It's not looking good. I've looked just looking at the Kickstarter now. Um, so twenty-five days to go. They've reached thirty-seven thousand three hundred fifty-eight, and they need two hundred fifty thousand. Ow! And this surely is making Microsoft go. Do you want to bring back Fable then? If if people are that bothered about it, but I, I would say that this is obviously something completely different to what we want from Fable. So whether actually people give a shit about this. They, mm. I mean, they give a shit about Hearthstone, no doubt. But Maybe people have finally reached that point where they're kind of sick of... Hearing about Fable. Uh, no, of okay. Kickstarters. Yes, maybe. Just random kind of licensed Kickstarters, because there have been so many, I imagine mm. people are probably broke by now, by the time they've uh, donated to the Dark Souls board game, the Labyrinth board game. Yeah. And well, this, this is stuff. the point. I've never, I mean, Kickstarter's quite nice, I mean, in, in the sense that for, on, the, on the positive side, the flip of it is you are effectively helping to fund the, a game that you want released. Yeah. But if you do it, it gets to the end, and the game gets released and it's shit, then you have paid for the part of the development of a game that you didn't want. 
yeah. or something like this that. This is usually my reasoning for not I never get donating to Kickstarters now. Because either you look at it and you think that's way under its target, I'm not going to go, mm. I'm not going to bother because it's not going to reach the target, or it goes way over and you think, well, I'll be out of the shops. I donated a quid to some dude who um, put together mm. a Kickstarter um, based on uh, wanting to build a <laughs> a soundproof porn den in his back garden. <laughs> I gave it, I gave a quid for that because I thought that was hilarious. Didn't reach a Kickstarter, obviously, no. um, and I got my quid back. But I just thought it was hilarious. That was like, I, how did I'm, you find that? Oh, you know, read about it in a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? So it's one thousand one hundred and ten backers as well. I think there's yeah, that's a lot of backers. Yeah. Not, yeah, not obviously pledging very much money, but yeah. exactly mm. ten to fifteen pounds is my limit. <laughs> what's the, yeah? What's that as a a uh, What's the maths on that? So you're looking about probably an averaging, what, 30 quid probably? No, is that like £3.70? It can't be, can it? Yeah, it'd, it'd be £37. Pounds. Hang on, I'm yeah. getting my calculator so out. So, here's... Let's do the maths. Okay, fine. What's the, what's the thing? Uh, it's 1,110 backers. 1,110 backers. Yeah, <laughs> and it's 37,358. So, so what? 37,358. 37,358 yeah. divided by... by 1,110. One, one, zero equals... Yeah, 30. £33.65 yeah, okay. on average. So, yeah, people are doing a fair bit. My thought is that maybe the Fable universe, and people kill me for this, isn't quite the same as the one that Blizzard set up for Hearthstone, which has got endless stream of different characters. Well, it's more current. Yes. Hearthstone, I mean. Yeah. Like, whereas Fable's time has been and gone. So yes. a few sort of nostalgic people but you know not enough to to anything you know to warrant anything like the kind of World of Warcraft fan base no exactly so, yeah. maybe Fable should just fuck off I'd, I'd like to see a new Fable game personally but oh what's, what's going to be new about it I don't really know no <laughs> <laughs> but still I'd, 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 I'm now as cynical as I am no I'm not I've just given up yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'd, I'd, I would if they released a Fable game and it looked like it was doing something whether it was more Fable just I don't know fucking hell <laughs> right let's, let's, let's wrap this up has anyone else got any news before we go any further no okay thank you right that's it then <laughs> no I haven't either I know you haven't I've seen it but yeah, <laughs> yeah I've quietly folded my bit of paper and put it away excellent thank you for listening uh, we'll be back in a couple of days well hopefully if Dan can pull his finger out and edit the podcast quicker um, so yeah thanks for listening goodbye and we'll see you in part 2 when we hit the riddling reaver and James Gurnalist comes back again see you in part 2